Welcome to That Game Show, the awkward, inappropriate, random podcast that occasionally talks about games. What's up, everybody? Welcome to That Game Show. It, Kyle and I are back. We're not, we haven't broken up yet. Uh, it's been a while. Uh, it feels good to be back. Kyle is just uh, shaking his hands in the air. He's doing jazz hands. He's that excited, or he's having a seizure. One of those two. Kyle, are are you having jazz hands out of happiness or seizure? No, I'm just messing with you. Both, yeah. neither at the same time. Oh, not, neither at the same time. So correct. Okay. Excellent. Very good. All right. Uh, if you are watching us on YouTube, we are trying the YouTube thing again. And to be honest, like for the podcast listeners, you're definitely going to get this episode. Uh, will YouTube be up? I don't know. I got to see how this looks, to be honest. I, I it's, it's been a while since we've done YouTube. Like the last time we did YouTube, I think it was just like early uh, that game show days. Like this was like pre you, I believe. Well, that's not, I mean, I uploaded some videos. They no, were just like... But, like, you know. we haven't done a podcast episode lo- like recorded onto YouTube where they see mm-hmm. our faces. True. Is it a podcast if we're on YouTube? Yes. That's what everybody's doing now. It's so it's like, huh. we did it in the beginning, and then we stopped doing it, and then everybody else jumped on the train, now we're going to be looking like we're bandwagoners. I mean, one might just say that we've taken the novel idea and made it better. Have I we, mean, though? Look at this phenomenal display of technology on my hand. You're, for the podcast listening audience, uh, Kyle's camera, for some reason on the right side of it, just likes mm. to drop camera bar, uh, color bars. I don't understand it, but it's I don't funny underst- because I actually good camera doesn't even display a picture. So Yes. Like, that's hmm. the weird part, is that you have a much more expensive camera. For some reason, Discord doesn't like it. Yeah, Discord hates me. Yes. Um, it's been a while. I think the last episode we did was July, just before Tampa Bay Comic Con. And that was also around the time when you did school. So I Perfect. feel like we have to give some reasons as to like why we didn't have an episode for, uh, what are we going on? Six months? Seven months? Uh, I don't know how to tell you this, but uh, July. Yeah, that's that's so it's a about lot longer. Ten months. It's about that's ten like months. Like nine or ten months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was hoping it was less to numb the pain, but uh, yeah. So there is no. Yeah, I think the big thing is is that you went back to school again. Like your professional career is you save people's lives for a living, and you I went back to. to school to learn more on how to save more people's lives in the future and go into massive debt at the same time exactly i think well i think if you just say the word college it automatically is implied that you're going to go into massive amounts of debt always wonder when people say college and university some people are like oh you mean university and i'm like is there a distinction that you wish to make with that or is it just a flex or like what's going on yeah it's a bit of a flex like i think that's like if you were to say oh i went to valencia like that's gonna be like oh what is that it's a community college it's community college but it sounds has a fanciest name that's the fanciest name for community college i've ever heard um rollins is pretty fancy rollins no rollins is community college it's not a community college i don't even know if it's considered a university it's 
Not a university, like, but I don't know. I, if this look it up is. real quick. Like, look, I, it's got to be considered something. Anyway, uh, it's so college. he it is a college. Yes, it's a college. Yes, Con- can confirm it is a college. So Kyle has been going back to school, which makes his schedule complete opposite of mine. He is up at like what six a.m. and you're done at like five. Wake up at five a.m. Go to bed at oh when I'm done with class five a or five p.m. Yeah, and. Yeah. I am at work from 1 p.m. to 9 p.m., and by that time, Kyle's in bed for at least three hours. Yeah, I'm going to bed at 10 p.m. Yeah, and so it sucks that like we can't get a lot of episodes out. So, But luckily, you're on a break now, and you can adjust your schedule. So Yeah, I can stay up until 5 a.m. like I used to. Oh, it's man. Great. Those were the days. Those good, were the days. Good old theater days. We used to work at the mm. movie theater, get off work at three, and don't mm. go to bed until about six. Fueled by nothing but Mountain Dew, the hatred of humanity, and a little bit of questioning what your role is in life. Yes. Oh, there's a lot of that. Uh, as for me, on the other hand, I just bought a house. Today. Which, yes. Literally, like as we're recording this, like I just bought a house this day. And it's absolutely nuts. Um, it sucks. The house is nuts. What's that? The house is nuts. Uh, no, the whole process is just nuts. Mm. Like, anytime I do any adulting, I feel like it's crazy. Given my like, I, I don't know. I've never expected to own a house by the age of thirty-five. Given like how everything is, but also like the housing market is just crazy. Like we literally, like I'll tell you the worst house that we went to. This was a house. It was three hundred thirty thousand. We go in, this was a essentially a guy who bought the house and thought, oh, I can flip it, and he just put on new paint, and that was it. And it's just like, I go in, it's like, oh, I see water stains on the ceiling that just got uh, painted over. I see uh, the porch has this leak like on the roof, and then it's like the piece de resistance. In the shower, there's a bleeping window. Like, and not just like a, like a frosted window, a full-sized bleeping window in the shower. And so it's like, as I'm showering, I get to just like wave to my neighbors with all three of my arms and just go, hey, how's it going? Like, it, it's absurd. It's like, who thought this was a good idea? And like, as I just sit around, as I look around, it's like, oh, doors are rusted, uh, a lot of discoloration. And somebody thought, yeah, this is worth over three hundred thousand. No, I wouldn't even put a three anywhere in that type in that price. Listen, these are this is the same market where you can rent out like a Barbie dollhouse for one point five thousand on in Zillow. Like it's all fair game, dude. Oh, I thought you were gonna say you could rent out a Barbie house and be charged one point five million because that's California housing. Oh yeah, no, no, this is this is Florida. Okay? Yes. So. Yeah, we're not that. Yeah, like our prices are bad. They're not that bad, at least not yet. Uh, As per the course with us, whenever we take a long hiatus, it means we usually miss the end of the year, which means it's game of the year time in In the middle of the year. In the middle of the year. There's going to be a point to where we just do a game of the year, like in November of the next year. Why don't we just call it mid game of the year awards or, you know, I. No, because we we (laughs) we always do it at the point where, like, Everybody else has already done it. Now we aren't lost in the shuffle. Yeah, 
And every year, I feel like you're going to ask me, and I'll be like, oh, yeah, that game. And then, you know, you're going to list a game that's worth $70 and, you know, required time. And I'm going to be like, hmm, I have neither one of those things. But I did play this really cool game called, you know, Minesweeper on my computer for five minutes while I waited for my exam to load. Hmm. Pretty cool. Nice. Uh, Definitely not it. So, like, did you play anything? Like, I know you're in school. You're saving people's lives. Good for you being a nice, respectable person. But did you actually, like, play anything that came out in 2022? Oh, see, you prefaced it with 2022. I was going to hit you with the, yeah, you know that game with the T-Rex where your Wi-Fi hasn't loaded yet? So you're just like the T-Rex hopping over the cacti. Okay. I played that. I played that multiple times. That was a lot of fun. Um, okay, games that came out in 2022. Do you know what came out in 2022? I'm not pretending that there's a list in front of me that I'm just scrolling through casually that are like, ooh, look at all these games I didn't play. Um, <laughs> I did play some games. Did you play Elden Ring? I did not. God of War Ragnarok? I did not. In I what- had a patient. I had a patient that was playing... Um, Ragnarok. That was interesting. Okay. Um yeah. neat, I guess. I, don't um, know, I was doing my rounds and I walked in the room and he's he's playing God of War and I'm like, how did you get this PlayStation in here? All right. Very good. Uh Immortality. Don't even know what that is. Um Tunic. That's the thing you wear. Okay, very good. Um Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. That that sounds like an experience. Is that Borderlands related? Yes, it is. Nailed it. So yes. got it. It is a D&D campaign, but Oh, that sounds really fun. It's a fun game. Like it's like not it. in my top 5 for the year, but it was still fun. I'd play that. Yeah. I mean, I'm never against D&D style anything. Yeah. I feel like they're the writing in it is good. I feel like you don't have to be a D&D player to play it or to enjoy it. I do think, though, if you are one, you would like it a lot more. Okay, you're Good not going to you're not gonna yeah, contribute no, anything to that? Fantastic. You know, that insight was impeccable. There's nothing I can add. As a feeble-minded, haven't-played-games of 2022, that insight was just chef's kiss with mind-blown explosion on the top. So, you... You're already in mid-season form at this point when it comes Never to... Never missed a beat, honestly. Yeah, you haven't. Chase Bunker. I wonder what that meeting was like when they said, Hey guys, how about we do this sci-fi game and have like 500 planets? Kyle Helmstetter. Todd Howard at his desk just rolls slowly with the, with the sun shining on his face ominously. And he goes, No, we're going to do over a thousand... I want Skyrim in space. That's impossible. No game has ever produced over 1,000 planets. We're Bethesda, not Bethesda-cant. This is that game show. Did you play Stranger of Paradise Final Fantasy Origin? Dude, I've never played a Final Fantasy game. Come on. I won't lie. I kind of hold on to the hot take that that's a top five game of the year. Like, I liked it a lot more than I should have. And Is there I know a that people you shouldn't have. I mean, like when you watch the trailer for it, 
it's very like cheesy and campy where it's like literally it's just the main character just going I'm gonna kill chaos chaos I've only got one thing on my mind killing chaos and that's literally like it for the entire trailer and it's pretty great like it starts off as like dumb action movie and it kind of gets like thought provoking in the end hmm yeah, I really enjoyed well, it. Ignoring your edgy 20, uh, 20, 2009. Sorry, I had to save 2009, but ignoring your edgy tendencies of a middle-aged man. I did play one game I just found out. What's that? Get ready for this. You're, you're going to love this. Oh, no. It's a me game. No, it's not a bad thing. It's a good one. This is a real, this is a real answer. You're going to be happy. Okay. Pokemon Legends of Arceus. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. I did. That was probably the only game that I shelled out more than $10 for when it came out. And I actually spent the full 60 Okay. That's going to lead in perfectly to what I have on Nintendo a little bit later. I've, oh, got something, I've got something on Nintendo that I've been wanting to say for a long time, and I feel like people are afraid to say it. Have I not said it? Because I've gone on some Nintendo rants. I don't think you have. Oh, this must be something good then. This is... I'll give you guys a little teaser because it's going to happen a little bit later on. This is going, like, about pricing. Oh, dude, I've I've no doubt said something about this, but I'm, I'm yeah. curious to hear about so it. So we'll, we'll get to that a little bit later. Uh, my game of the year is... I think it's obvious it's Elden Ring. Like, Elden Ring, I still think, is just an incredible game. Uh, I understand when people say God of War. I think that's also recency bias that kicks in. Like... God of War was like the hottest thing that just came out. And I feel like, yeah, you can appreciate that it's a good game, but also like you're doing your award like as the game is just coming out. So like the experience is still fresh. And I feel like it should have been just a giant clean sweep with Elden Ring. And I'm excited about the DLC that came out. I was hoping that it was going to secretly come out the same day as Horizon Forbidden West DLC, just so it could be so perfectly on brand with Horizon. I'll be honest with you. I am so tempted to play Elden Ring. The like, You know how you look at a game and you just kind of, you're like, you see the little teaser trailer and you see the reviews and they're all like just so good and you're like, I don't know. And you know this. My my preference of games has never been soul games because I'm like, oh, they just drive me insane. The difficulty, the memorizing the patterns, it's too much for me to enjoy when I'm just trying to sit down and play a game. Elden Ring kind of does speak to me, though, especially the mods. The mods look hilarious. Like Thomas the Chank Engine being one of the bosses. It's kind of cool. Elden Ring is a lot of fun. And I'm so I'll say this. Um, I never did Souls games. I think I did like a kind of like a group team effort with the demon souls remake my wife who played along and isn't a big souls person absolutely loves it like she put in over 200 hours into elden ring and also and this is one of the craziest things ever again has only played like demon souls and that's it so she's not a souls born expert beat millennia on the second try and it's like i'm sorry what like, there's no reason for her 
to do this, and yet she did. And like that's the sec that's the hardest boss in all of Souls like gaming. And she's like, Oh, that wasn't too bad. She just called you soft. Yes, she did. There's a bunch of those moments where she just like casually just does something, and I'm just like, and all my years of gaming, what the bleep did you just do? Good censorship so far. Thank you. I'm usually good about that. Um, I am too. Yeah. Are we going to address the fact that you just randomly changed your background to just some, like, cyber hacker thing? What are you talking about? You know, I'm like that guy from, from Kim Possible, man. You know, like, where I'm in, I'm in the zone. Do you know his name? Yes. Are you going to say it? No. I'm going to leave the illusion up to you. No one knows the hacker's name. We just exist. Exponentially. Intrapersonally. It's not even what intrapersonally means. Yeah, no. Are you just saying large words just to make yourself sound like an intellectual? If I wanted to say large words, I'd say the words like, you know, indubitably your comprehension of my vernacular diction is feeble. Not bad. Chase Bunker. Porky Pig, big, uh, big environmental kind of guy. Loves loves the kids, but not in a weird way. Just just in a, like a Porky Pig kind of way. Kyle Helmstetter. What's the Porky Pig kind of way? Like in a in a way that's legal. I think kind of like a a respectable way. Like kids are good for the planet and for like you know keeping humankind um, not extinct. Wow, my God. Sometimes I wonder what it'd be like to do crystal meth. This is that game show. So. I know, you know this about me, but I don't know if the audience does. I refuse to buy games at full price. I am normally someone who buys games on sale, and I will usually wait a few months when a game comes out. Rare is the occasion that I get a game around its release date. Luckily, when I got uh, God of War or... when. Um, that was through a gift, or if it was like Horizon, uh, that was also a gift as well. But like, I noticed this the other day. I had a $10 gift certificate to Best Buy. And it's like, okay, it's about to expire, so I'm going to use it. So I was going to use it on a Switch game. Donkey Kong Country Returns. Do you know when that game came out? Donkey Kong Country Returns Tropical it's- Freeze. Well, it's for the Switch, so it's got to be sometime in the early 2010s into 2020-something. Yes. So, for the Wii U, it came out in 2014. It came out to the Switch in 2018. Their sale for Donkey Kong Country Tropical uh, Tropical Freeze was $40. $20 off. You did this during the Mario promotion, didn't you? Uh, yes, I did. I did do this during the mm-hmm. Mario promotion. And the so, only time they've ever taken off money. That, that's my thing. And I feel like nobody really discusses this about Nintendo anymore. Bro. Is that Ugh. their sales, like their sales are just kind of like a 10 cent raise. You just have to look at them and just go, well, I guess it's better than nothing. Like Nintendo needs to be taken down a peg again. Like that that's what happens. Like when you saw them with the GameCube when they were last in sales of the big three and they were a struggling console essentially because they couldn't get out like quality products, they 
had games on sale. They had their player's choice. We even saw that with the Wii, even when that was a successful console. And then the whoa, Wii... Whoa, 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 whoa. The Wii was never a successful console. The Wii? Never was truly a successful console. That The Wii had tons of potential. It had immense potential. But I feel like as a delivery sequence, the Wii itself... The Wii itself was okay. I actually let me retract. The Wii itself was okay. It was a potential driven thing. The Wii U was a colossal failure. The Wii U was the colossal failure. Okay. I will give you that. The Wii itself. The Wii itself is the seventh by and uh, as of 2022, it was the seventh best selling console of all time. Does that is that good, realistically? I mean, considering like uh, let me find like what let me find everything else, but like Think of it as like, oh, let's see, best-selling console. I'm a, think, I'm no, think about it like this. Think about it like this. The PlayStation is first, the 155 okay. million. Then it's the Nintendo DS, Nintendo Switch, Game Boy and Game Boy Color, PlayStation 4, the original PlayStation, and then the Wii. All right, so let me let me offer a counterpoint here, though. Okay. So, you know, you, you've got, let's say you got 600 bucks. Mm-hmm. Probably, probably anymore. But let's say you had, let's say you had enough money to buy a console, mm-hmm. any console you wanted. So, excluding PC, mm-hmm. you've got let's call it the big three. You've got game, uh, you got Xbox, yes. You've got PlayStation, yes. And you've got Nintendo, yes. The issue is that when you talk about these gross selling devices, maybe ten years ago there were differences between PlayStation and Xbox. You're like, oh my goodness, like if I buy PlayStation, I get these exclusives. And if I buy Xbox, I get these exclusives. Now with PC, obviously, this is definitely kind of teetering for Xbox even less or so because buying an Xbox is sometimes kind of pointless when you could just have a PC and play the and all play the same game games. Pass. Yeah. Exactly. So that's gonna kill their sales a little bit. But also, but now like the big thing was when I remember when PlayStation 5 and Xbox XS, whatever it's called now, yeah. got debuted. They both were, I, I looked at them both and I'm like, well, specs wise, they're about the same. A little different, but like about the same. One looks like a mini fridge. One looks like it's a futuristic device that's meant to put a probe in my ass. I'm not really sure. Um, kind of was like, ah, whichever one I can find, I'm going to, I'm going to buy. But like, that's kind of the mentality nowadays about most consoles when you have the big two. Those two is like, does it matter which one I buy? And it even going back in time, like PlayStation, like you mentioned, number one. But, but that's because the competition was the Xbox. And then although the Xbox like took off, I don't feel like it was really until the 360 that the Xbox was like popular, if you get my Well, drift. I mean, the Xbox still outsold the GameCube. So of the big right. three, it was still low. And so like that was the thing, was that like Nintendo lost that war greatly. And then when it, the Wii came out, it was one of the best. And then when like the Wii U came out, they tried to make the HD update and that floundered. And so then they had to go big with the Nintendo Switch. So here's my thing, like Nintendo Switch has been out since 2017. Like, we need to start seeing a lot of these older titles, these Mario Odysseys, Mario Kart 8s, Mario, like, even, like, Mario Golf or, like, some of these, like, lesser Mario titles. We need to start bringing back the player's choice because it's, like, Tropical Freeze at this point in 2023 should never be $60. 
Like here, Nintendo to put, does not do sales. They no, they don't do sales. But they used to. No, Nintendo used to do sales. They used to have players' choice, where it's just like, oh, this sold a million copies, and now we can sell it for twenty dollars, and that way more people get to play it. Like, uh, right now to put things in perspective. Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze has sold over 6 million copies, and it's just around as many copies as Super Mario Sunshine, the third largest, uh, third highest selling game for the GameCube. And that was always under a sale. And it's like, Nintendo has just like, it gets too big for its britches, and then it's taken down a peg, and they go, oh no, we need to be more friendly again, and then they just... They get back to it, and then like, oh, we're back on top, and now we just sink. Because here's the thing now with the Switch. It is largely, it is a portable console that is great for farming simulation games and playing games that came out in 2008. Like, that's what it slowly is becoming. And I feel like right now it's going to be slowly catching up to Nintendo. Because for Nintendo, for some reason, it's always that company that is... So far in the future, but yet so far in the past. They make the handheld console, but yet they still suck at online play. Oh, they they also know their market truly isn't online play. Like when you when you think about your Nintendo, you think about Mario, you think about Pokemon. To an extent, now we think about Legend of Zelda because let's be real. Legend of Zelda's taken off. Yes. They've really put some work into it and they've really kind of revamped the open worlds like dynamic for their particular company um pokemon continues to be one of those games where we will buy it every time if we love pokemon because mm -hmm. it's labeled pokemon right was scarlet and oh goodness I, scarlet violet. And violet were they even good yes people say yes no. but they're also buggy as hell they're they are graphically and just technologically they are terrible games they are absolute disasters of what could have been for the switch now everything else about them really good like they do still run the same storylines and they don't really put a lot of emphasis into the characters they don't have this massive growth and whatnot not usually like some some kind of do um they don't really care too much about the storytelling as a whole for that it's Let's be real. They're like, okay, well, we'll just give them some new Pokemon. We'll give them a cool world. We'll put some scenes in there that aren't voiced over, that aren't really doing too well, and they'll love it. Or they'll hate it, but they'll still buy it. And sure enough, they're right. We will buy it because that's what we do. Why change? I mean, we say like, I mean, I agree with you. I think that they hate sales and they're falling behind in a contest that's just theirs because Who's going to compete with them? Like, no one else is going to come out with a Mario game because they can't, right? No, but, I mean, you also now have the Steam Deck <laughs> coming out, and there's also, uh, I think NVIDIA is going to be, uh, I could be mistaken, but NVIDIA is making another portable PC gaming style console. Let's be honest, it's a matter of time until PlayStation gets the itch again because they realize, hey, by the way, this was, all these things were just the PS Vita be ahead of its time. Like, the mm. Vita walked so that the Steam Deck and the Switch could run, essentially. And the, so, Vita, the Vita died. The, yeah. <laughs> the Vita... Oh, yeah. Like, 
those v the Vita faithful will die on that hill. But like, if you think about it, it was ahead of its time. And so, it was, oh, by far. Yeah, and so, like, I scoffed at it. Like, I just thought, like, wait, why download? Like, that's stupid. I like physical stuff. Now, granted, I still like physical media, uh, especially after what Nintendo has done, especially, like, getting rid of the, you know, the, e the 3DS shop and all those shops. So it's just the fact that, like, I found this example, and I thought it was perfect. Ratchet & Clank Rift Apart. Oh Game boy. of the Year title. On sale for $30. Not even after a year it came out. I haven't even seen a Mario game. A, a true Nintendo Mario game. Not Mario & Rabbids. But a true Mario game. Rare is the occasion that it touches 35 I feel for Nintendo, they're one of those companies that kind of just looks at it. And I, I have to rem remember that their international sales are also much different than certain other games because they they kind of benefit a little bit more from the eastern side of the world than we think about. I mean, I, don't get me wrong, PlayStation and Xbox clearly make their own profits off the eastern side of the world as well. But the, the prevalence of Nintendo in, in certain cultures is much higher than like halo for instance in in japan right like that kind of sale is a lot different and their international net worth is far not gonna say higher but it's far more prevalent in certain areas of the globe because mm -hmm. that's kind of their market like yes western is definitely where they make money for sure as well but like they're they're making money there too that's and that, that's something that a lot of companies don't do you're well. right about that because that's something that microsoft struggled for the longest time it was that getting the asian market they could mm -hmm. never capitalize on because that was nintendo and sony's territory like mm -hmm. sony has been able to get at least like both getting both sides of the market but like Nintendo, like it, you're right. Like it definitely thrives with that side of the, that thrives with the Eastern market. But I feel like now it's sort of losing its Western touch. Like here's the thing: like Breath of the Wild is still going to sell because everyone likes a Zelda game. But like we literally had a Nintendo Direct not too long ago where it was literally farming simulator after farming simulator. Oh hey, here's this remastered game that's also a farming simulator. You know what else? Also, I feel like at this, this is what keeps Nintendo from from sales. Is you know, you think about God of War. That's a great example of a game that mm -hmm. you know just came out. I haven't really played the God of War series, <clears throat> so when I see the God of War is coming out with this new game, and I see the, the teaser, I'm like, dude, this looks incredible. Mm -hmm. I really want this game, but I know nothing about the series. Well, guess what? I could do is go and buy the series on deals. Mm -hmm. because they're on sale and I can play the whole series up to the new game by the new game when it comes out as they planned it out. This is where Nintendo doesn't have to do this because most Mario games, in fact, most, probably all of them don't really have continuity with one another. No, The first game that may have that is going to be the Legend of Zelda game. Yeah. But unless, you all, one, like, unless you count you know? Mario and Rabbids, like that might be the other one. But other than that, True. you're you are correct that a lot of the Nintendo games do not have continuity makes it harder when you want to play it because well it makes it easier because you don't have to sit there and be like oh dude i really want to play uh pokemon scarlet and violet 
but I don't know nothing about the Pokemon series, you're probably not going to go and be like, let me start with red and blue and make my way through all the generations because that isn't how people think. They're probably just going to be like, oh, if I want to play it, I'll buy the series. You buy Scarlet Violet, you play it. You're like, dude, this was really good. Um, I think I want to try another one. But most, you know, and then they might go back a generation. But for kids who this is marketed to, they also probably won't go back because the graphics aren't going to be what they're used to. And they're going to be like, ew, pixels. Yeah. I let's, I think the last game to have some form of continuity with Mario is probably Mario Galaxy. I think I I'm trying to remember yeah. like I don't think any of like the U Deluxe or Mario 3D World I don't think there's any continuity there between games, and I'm trying to think if there's like any one of those like hidden ones like a Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga or something. All right, I was trying to think of like a Bowser's Inside Story with like follow up, but I don't think so. Yeah makes it harder it makes it easier for them to be like why bother throwing a deal on a game that may just be lost to time and if people come back to it and they really want to play it they'll buy it i miss these conversations i miss you i miss you chase bunker i think it's a game that's best played with a loved one and it's like yeah you can play with a friend and you'll get some enjoyment out of that your cousin Kyle Helmstetter. If you live in Alabama, yes. This is that game show. Thank you all very much for watching on YouTube or listening to the podcast. If you like what you heard today, please consider subscribing, rating, and reviewing. It helps out the show greatly. You can follow me on Twitter at Chase Bunker. Uh, Kyle, you can follow him on Instagram at Scandinavian Sensations, uh, where you see his Loki cosplay. It still looks great. Um, Coming back this year, if I go. Yeah. We, gotta, we still haven't gotten that announcement yet so uh, yeah yeah that is true um thank you all very much for listening and we'll talk to you all in the next episode thanks for listening make sure you check out more episodes on itunes and on our youtube page youtube.com forward slash that game show and follow us on facebook facebook.com forward slash that game show